I am Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 110th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse, 20th Anniversary Edition, The Mouth of Madness. I'm going to go around and let my players introduce themselves. I'm Tyler, and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Cora. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen, and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, speaks in sweet whispers. He is a third of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. Hi, my name is George. I am playing William Groves Matrices. He is a Foster and Arun of the Glasswalkers. Last time, the Pax returned from the Mirror Realm and began the Great War Moot. Garu from Seps all over the country came to the Sacred Stone, wondering and preparing for the battle with the Black Spiral Dancers of the Hive of Cripple Creek, deep in the gold mine. The Pax have now come up with plans and are directing younger Garu to aid them in accomplishing these plans. The war moot continues as the elders now call for the Aruns or the Galliards of every pack to step forward and present their ideas to the elders and to be questioned by the Ragabosh. Bloodwind steps up first, giving a howl. He says that he has heard that some of the Galliards are speaking of calling the worm. He believes that this would work well, especially now during the cover of night, if the decision is decisive that the Garu run in the middle of the night and use both Call of the Wild and Call of the Worm to increase the distance of their howls. It is then that the Lupus use their heightened senses of hearing, sight, and smell to watch and smell for worm creatures to burst from their hiding places to find new entrances to the hive that you could run through this Cripple Creek or, if needed, this Victor to find these extra entrances to allow the Garu an easier entrance. He also stresses that the veil must be preserved as he gives only a slight bit of the epic poem that contains the litany and says, and thus the veil must not be lifted. Any who are not kin should be dealt with swiftly if there is any chance that they may remember us. The elders nod and the, the Ragabosh begins to speak up as one calls out, what prevents the Hamids from jumping out and simply witnessing a bunch of wolves howling through their city? What prevents them from waking up the city and more lights turning on? What prevents this and that as Bloodwind goes? The Hamids in our group could use jam technology and go to the power station or power terminal that controls most of the electricity so that all lights go out. In addition, we could use members of Older Brother. I am told that they have the power to create darkness and shadows. They can do that in certain areas. And us on the top can find these spirals through smell if sight is to be stolen from us. The Ragabosh then asks, what if the entrances are not large enough? Well, if this one entrance is not large enough, I do not see why that changes anything, given that we have only a large entrance in a human-infested mine and a casino filled with humans. It goes silent, 
And all eyes now are on Cora Two Hearts. We know of two ways in, for sure, which can be useful. Yes, the cave will damage us with its poison. However, we can use our other forms to regenerate that damage. We may be a little bit confined in the space, but it is, I feel, worth that risk. It will also give us it will also give us an accurate count going in of the black spirals guarding in the cave. We can take them out. The entrance in the casino can also be used both in the umbra and in the physical, giving us another way in without rending the veil. And then going through the physical, turning off, uh, using jam technology to turn off cameras and lights and the like. We discussed a little bit that we could possibly go in through the casino first to cause a slight distraction for the black spirals where they are all going to be headed that well a lot are going to be headed that way so that those going through the cave can also attack from that end once the way through the cave is thinned that way we can advance and attack we know that it is not only black spirals down there garu maxwell is also a threat that has a priority not only as a personal vendetta, as he has killed packmates, but because he is very strong. Once inside, we do need to use our best judgment to determine who is there against their will, who has not danced the spiral. We need to keep them safe and get them out. On that note, we do need a place to evacuate and keep these rescuees safe until we are finished within the hive. That place can also be a bot to fall back to if you are too injured to fight and it will take you time to heal. I believe that if we pool our resources as far as talons go, then we will be able to figure out what will be most useful and impactful in this situation. Things that allow us to communicate without the spirals knowing such as what fetishes like kyle and roy had but if we have those in talent form i don't know a whole lot about the scope of what is available healing in combat anything that hides the presence of those uh, of ourselves and those we are saving and or can move us great distances quickly all of those would be incredibly useful and sharing the information of having these talents will give us a better understanding of what we can and cannot. One of the Ragabosh speaks up. Talents, so do you believe that we should create a bunch of talents right now, as many as possible? How do you plan to preserve the spiritual health of this Karen, or do you plan to sacrifice your own Karen's spiritual health for the destruction of the hive? I do not believe that we would need to make a ton now. If there are any that we have already, it would be incredibly useful. I, I know that we carry them for sort of a currency and for use for ourselves. Why would we enter the Umbra when that is where the Bane Spirits likely are? If this chemical is as dangerous as it seems to be, do you believe that will carry no spiritual presence, especially since this mine, from our understanding, has existed for over a century, and these chemicals have been dumped for over a decade? Will their spiritual presence be so strong that if we send any in the Umbra that they will be overwhelmed by the Banes on that side of the Veil? That's entirely possible, 
And I would agree, though I did want to put forth all, all suggestions and all facets of a plan that we had. If we are attacking this pl- place from two different sides and we are simply throwing ourselves through, do you not fear that they may use the home field advantage to retreat further into their hives to lure us into traps once the attack has occurred? Again, entirely possible. And I am willing to hear other suggestions for that type of situation. The Ragavash nod in agreement. It is here then that Storm Chaser steps up. My brothers, sisters, my siblings, I know that I am not in our rune, nor am I a Galahiard, and I fear that my words will <laughs> certainly betray that fact about me. But there is one thing that I feel that I had to speak up before for the elders and for all here, a very real possibility, something that could ruin this Karen and lay waste to our kin if we are not careful. This moot has been months in the making. Are we so certain that any Garu who heard of it did not fall to the spiral? That whispers of it were not picked up by Banes? That there wasn't some sort of betrayal in the last few months? Karen's fall by the day. Is it impossible that one Garu was taken and tortured and this concordant came out? I then regretfully suggest that we should at least leave a pack of Garu here at Sacred Stone as you hear howls of rage all around as he tries to motion them quiet. I know many of you placed your own Karens at risk, but this is the one closest to the hive. This is the one that they know of that is emptied. Do we not owe this Karen that much? Think on it, think on that at least. And please, when taking on your your plans, please, I beg you from the bottom of my heart to think of contingencies if what I say is true. He steps down, the red talon comes up. Half of his body is scarred with all of the fur just missing with knotted, knotted scar tissue all along his body. I am Burning River, and I come to you to tell you of our plans. We talk about Hamid's seeing. Is this village not small, like the days before now? Was it not small before the coming end of the world, yet after the Great Impergium? We are many. One Garu is worth 20 Hamids caught unawares, at the least. We have this entrance that we know of, that one has walked through, so be it. Use our gifts to shatter the earth and rip it open, and slay any who come outside. But humans are prey animals. When the world shakes and the howls of beasts can be heard in the air, they hide in their burrows like little squirrels. For those of you too soft-hearted to do what is necessary. The Ragabosh steps forward, and one if one remembers but hides and reveals us anyway, then they will be seen as a madman. Ahmeds don't believe we exist anymore, and one remembering is insignificant to the horde that we send. If that is the concern, 
then we can go door for door to door and string each one up, slaying every last one of them who has a chance to see. If we do enough rupturing with our gifts, then it will look like an earthquake. We can even shatter their homes and make it look like they were tumbled and that beasts and carrion crows ate them. We have many who can speak to the animals. We can make it so. Let the rats feast on them. Let the crows peck out their eyes. Steps away. A couple more go out, one going, I heard from a galliard that what we should do is go to the two entrances we know of and at the main mine entrance, give a great howl, draw out the creatures of the worm and attack them there. Once they've been drawn out and killed, we use the gifts our Talon friends <laughs> decided to use, caving in the great mine. It will kill several humans, but they are humans who actively work to the destruction of Gaia. Then we pass into the Umbra and repass into the physical world just a few steps later. Some of us either using fetishes or even some of us using gifts to pass through without mirrors. We have great thurges here. And then setting up mirrors on the other side. Steps down. William grows matrices. Greetings, fellow Garu. We are with many talents and skills, and we have many who can fight large groups solo, and we have some who can support and run interference. Not all of us have the same talents, and this is what makes us strong. Many have already brought up some good ideas, and in my opinion, so I will not speak of them again, so I would like to bring my ideas for question by Gaia's own questioners. We can have strike groups to focus on specific areas of importance within this hive, with many, attack with many groups attacking at once. This will cause some confusion on where the fallen Garu should focus first. This brings us to a, the second idea, where further strike groups of Garu that can burrow underground can strike from anywhere within this hive, causing twice as much confusion. While we have this upper hand, and while we are able to catch them by the element of surprise, we can force our main body through the entryways and set up casualty collection points. So those that are injured may step back to recover and heal, so they may go back out and provide further support. This will lead to less loss of life. We can yes. also use talons to distract the enemy with visualizations and sounds so they can not communicate effectively. We have gifts such as jam technologies that can keep the litany safe while we make our ways through the casino. Those that have resist toxin can fight from within the mountain so they are not affected by the toxins. These strike teams how big, how large would the groups be? As we are not fully aware of the full cave network, how would they be able to get out? Spirals tend to be metis heavy as well, and thus their troops might be able to burrow in after our troops if they must retreat if they enter a place that is too hot for them. If we attack at the same time, they'll have multiple strike teams that they'll have to contend with at different distances, and they won't know which one to focus first. Strike teams being about two packs. Two packs. We'll have to see if we have enough metis for that. 
as burrowing is a metis gift, but not a bad suggestion. Causing confusion is a good idea. However, now that we have heard out our Shadow Lord friend, what are your proposals as a countermeasure if they are aware of our presence before we invade? There are gifts that allow us to communicate long distances, and we even have technology that should allow us to communicate as well without even needing a connection. You hear a spit from the background as you hear a couple grumble, filthy oora. Weaver slave. We've come together tonight to fight our one enemy. Do not bring division upon this unity. There are growls and things like that. Temperatures running hot. A few start to shift into Krinos and a few stop themselves. We have the tools at our disposal to rid this hive from this planet, from Gaia. One of the Ragabash, who is also a glasswalker, then steps forward and goes, Well spoke, brother. But, dear William, I ask then, if you are talking about cell phones, they tend to be spotty in the mountains and spottier still when underground. How do we overcome this division unless we are using radios? And if we are using radios, are we so certain that the Black Spiral Dancers are so adverse to the touch of the Weaver as our fellow brothers, sisters, and siblings? You know as well as I, we still have gifts to communicate even with spotty connections. We can send messages through technologies. Very well. Thank you. So let you step down. You guys have a few minutes as the elders start talking. Surges of Adrian or higher. You will conduct the Fostern and the Cleoth to create talents, but you will make sure to keep a pulse on the spiritual wellness of this place. We must make sure not to take more than we are allotted, for we cannot be certain that every spirit placed in a talent once it is freed will be capable of returning here, given the place we are taking it. We will discuss these plans, and we will discuss how to go forward. Speak with your packs, say your goodbyes if you feel they are necessary, and perhaps pray at your Hall of Heroes. Do whatever it takes to strengthen your resolve, because we will be leaving soon. All right, so we'll start with, we'll go, I'll go, uh, ask what everyone's doing, and we'll go through that. So Zebulon, what you doing, bud? All right, um, I will end up, my focus will be kind of three separate things. Here. One will be, like, I will construct one Gaia's Breath, Okay. Um, I will instruct Dimitri to go find the finest metal garbage can he can find and fill it with the choicest garbage so we can bind a raccoon spirit and create our war drum. And then um, I will end up, I will, I will work with William because the final thing for him will be the war paint mm -hmm. um, as appropriate for the talent for him. And those will be my three things other than helping the other guys that I already kind of set out there to go do their work. So if there are any things that they need help with prior to this, then I will, you know, I'll help them do what I you know, do what I can. Since I kind of gave them orders and and a priority already, and I'll find Louis, if only because he probably knows the spiritual health of this place better than I ever will. Okay. And and get help from him. All right, William, what do you plan on doing? Spending time with my pack. I honestly don't. Maybe just getting items prepared, stuff that I can just keep on me, cell phone, radio, possibly a. Just keeping, just getting things prepared then, and you know, spending some 
quality time with my pack for the last couple of hours. Okay, Mark? Mark will do the same as everyone, as uh, instructed by Elder to go create, help create Talon. Uh, guy's Breath is a good one, so I'll go create a Guy's Breath as well. Okay, so what you'll do and is you'll join those who actually have that, uh, that right, and then you'll give them bonus dice. Okay, sweet. Awesome. Kyle? I am going to work with Zeb and all of those Thurges that he's running to lead a spiritual hunt to recover Gnosis, if necessary, for any of them. Okay. Excellent. All right. Next is Cora. Again, spend time with Pack. Okay. Don't think there's really much else I can do other than wait. Okay. And finally, Dimitri. Two things I can think of is, of course, help Zeb make talents, find the stinkiest garbage. My My first thought would be to maybe go to restaurants or grocery stores where they dump a whole bunch of food. Okay. uh, Leftover food. Uh, that way to attract the raccoon spirits. And then I also want to see if I can coordinate with some of the al- other galliards, see if um, we can come up with a battle song or um, a battle song of some kind to get everybody hyped up for the uh, approach. Okay, cool. All right. You're going to have to do go quick and run as fast as you can to get that trash can before... Evening comes, Dimitri, or I guess before the leaving for Cripple Creek. As you start heading off, you do find a trash can, and it smells ripe. It's it's all the old food from the day before, with some spilt beer. Awesome, even better. The closest restaurant is, of course, a brewery. It's Colorado. All right. So, Zeb, you get along as you pull in Mark and Louis Earthwalker as you start going into the Umbra. As you start calling upon spirits for the Gaia's breath. Fantastic. So you summon the spirit, it shows up immediately, and it feels pretty happy to see you. Excellent. And we will need you as our warriors go into battle. And for this temporary arrangement, we have this poultice ready to bind you to it. And uh, it's the same roll again. Okay. So So you got three successes, so spirit did it. Okay, that's the guy's breath. The other thing I'm going to be doing is, is the graffiti paint for, for William for camouflage, and it'll be the same thing for, for his raccoon spirit for his war drum, Keegan. Raccoons, love and life, uh, and fully bound. Um, and then finally, for the, the graffiti paint that I will apply to, or I will have Dimitri apply to William. All right, cool. So you get those. Uh, so we'll, we'll role play that in a little bit. All right, cool. That closed out all of Zeb's actions and roles he needed to do, aside from what will probably end up helping Sig on his turn. So I'm okay. done. All right, Sig. So you're basically just kind of helping. You're yeah. moving through, coming to the spirits. You're you're giving bows to the spirits as uh, talents are being created. As Louis Earthwalker goes... All right, all right. Enough guy's breaths. Enough. Yep. As they start st- stockpiling, they are able to give... Any Garu of Adrian or higher an extra guy's breath, but some of the Adrian are now abdicating and the elders are abdicating to give it to Cleoth to aid in their survivability. As some are creating war paints, some are creating bottles of shadow for stealth. As things begin happening left and right, some are calling upon spirits of medicine to give them bonuses to medicine for medical roles. As things go on, as Louis is 
falling immediately back into the, his keeper of the land roll since he had left as he goes, no, that one, that one there. That spirit shall be left alone. Call upon that spirit. They are young and fresh and are not as old nor integral to this place. That one there, yes. As it's going back and forth, as he looks at Mark and Zebulon, good to be back. You're the only other guy we could think of to be here to do this. As he goes, what? What in Gaia's name is that smell? As you see Dimitri arms wrapped around a trash can as he's running, there's a, you hear it sloshing. And it's not just beer that's sloshing. <laughs> it's from the, the 90 degree days in a metal trash can, uh, half eaten hamburger kind of sloshing smell. Ah, uh, Zebulon has taken to uh, talon creation experimenting. I give you the Bonar war drum. As you see him summon a raccoon spirit and place it in, as it's there and ready to go, Dimitri, you now have a nice war drum that smells real bad. Awesome, it's perfect. It's what I've always wanted. I'm happy for you, Dimitri. I'm happy too. There is a howl over the horizon as one of the elders steps forward. We're still discussing the final plan, but we need one Hamid with jam technology and then a few who are ready to make to go to the local gas station. Jam technology to turn off the security cameras. And then the rest of you steal every single mirror in the gas station so that we can bind them to some and take them into the Umbra and drop them off as ways to bring Garu through the Umbra as needed. And you hear one of the Bonars, and it's an Endron station, so fuck them! William, can you take Mark in the truck and go and make this run? I can. Confirm with your alpha that you're authorized to do that, Mark. I won't send you without his concurrence. Of course. I'll go talk to Kyle now. As Kyle, you're getting ready to join in some rituals for the great hunt. And you see Mark kind of... Kyle, Rhea. Yeah? I just wanted to let you know. uh, I got chosen to go uh, basically pillage a gas station for mirrors. And I wanted to let you know. (laughs) Sounds good. Good luck. As you... feel a giant arm rest upon your shoulders, Mark, and you hear the familiar voice of Steven going, he doesn't need luck, he's got me. Ah, Steven! Mark will come around and extend his hand out. <laughs> As he grabs and shakes and goes, don't be too happy, Roger's coming with us. Uh, this is gonna be fun. As Roger jumps in the truck, as he sticks to one of the seats and you actually hear the unyielding ro- road going, What did I sit in? That's a weird noise for a truck to make. Let's go. As he taps the top of the truck for William to start driving. I I drive. You drive. You get to the gas station as they wait. Mark, I assume you're ready to start using jam technology. Yes. One second. Uh, The camera is the same diff. I would say the same complexity as a phone. So it'll be diff five. So you do that for so six rounds at that instant. Both Steven and Roger uh, use a point of rage to shift into Krynos. They grab a dumpster and they throw it through the front of the gas station, jumping through and start catching as many of the mirrors as they can as they go, Mark, 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 as they point to the ones that are over the gas pumps. Come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, I'll spend a rage turn into Krynos, grab the mirrors. You start grabbing mirrors and you start dumping them in the back of the truck. You get a good, you know, five, six mirrors as... 
Roger goes, I think I can, I can make it. And you hear Steven running back to the truck. Don't be a hero. Whereas, whereas Roger gets his shoulder ready, he shoulder checks the bathroom door, it swings open, and he grabs the giant fucking <laughs> mirror, puts them both on his shoulders, runs in, places them on the truck, and goes, Ah, oh, damn it. The girls' bathroom. As the cameras turn on, as they all sh- you all shift back into Hamid and <laughs> drive off. Mark will concentrate on a little bit of gnosis for a little cup of coffee and then like two pills that he kind of floats into the cup of coffee for unyielding road. <laughs> as he appears in your lap. Thanks, bud. Nah, no problem. <laughs> as Roger goes, oh, but my hugs are weird. Okay. As you start making your way back to the Perfect. sept. Perfect. <laughs> you start making your way back to the sept as you drive in as Steven is on the back and he has partially changed his arms into Krinos because the roads are empty and his, cl- his claws hanging on the front and his arm hanging on the back large mirror to keep it stable so it doesn't shatter while you're driving up the dirt road. Oh boy, it's getting bumpy. As you guys get there and... It's like, all right, we need to cut some of these mirrors up and start dishing them out. Make sure they're not too sharp. Let's go, let's go, let's go, people. As they start moving out and the mirrors start going in every which direction. Uh, Kyle, you join in the right of the great hunt. Uh, did you have that uh, right? Or are you just joining for it and aiding, aiding in it? Joining. Joining. Okay. You join. You guys hunt. Could I get a dexterity survival or stamina survival? All right, you succeed. All your gnosis has been restored from the feeding. Louise speaks up and goes, there's enough anglings to feed maybe 10 more packs, 10 more packs. As you see the other keeper of the land starting to get really pissy with Louie and shifting into Krinos going, Poof. this is my job. You see Louis start to shift into Krinos and then he stops and he goes, you're right. I forgot myself. This is your home. And so the night continues on as you start making the war paints uh, with uh, William now. Yep, so the roll is complete. I was going to have uh, Dimitri help me uh, spray paint uh, old William down to have a sweet looking uh, camouflage job here. Okay. If Dim, if, if Dim wants to do anything special, now's the time. Let's let's spray him down. I'll, uh, I'll leave it to your imagination and your artistic goodwill. Oh, as things start to wind down, as the mood is starting to get very, like, fired up, as you see several of the galliards talking and howling. Dimitri, roll me a uh, d- single d10. Ten very lucky on the galliard you find. One very unlucky on the first galliard you find. Oh, here we go. Very oh. lucky. Very lucky. Very lucky. As you find the galliard speaks through history. You've heard of him. He is an Athro, and it is said that he was able to tell the story of the invasion of the seventh generation in New York so well that they placed it in the silver record. Sounds like just the kind of Galliard I want to find. It's like you rolled a 10 or something. (laughs) Uh, It speaks through history. Yeah, how are you? Hi. I want to prepare a song to get everybody ready for the fight ahead. And I would like your help. Yeah, I can help you. As you start to hear, he's got such a thick Bostonian accent. He is he is true blue Bostonian Irish and Fianna. 
I love as, him. <laughs> you might have to die for him. Now oh. that I know that. <laughs> oh. Oh no. No, as he starts going, yeah, let's go over the litany and then we can find out how we can uh, share our story. All right, let's do it. As you start going through, as you start finding stories about how you could do this, you do. He starts recalling as he starts telling you about the Fianna story of how a pack of Cleoth actually ended up in a cave that, and found the newly corrupted green dragon within and fought and were able to drive him back. That even without hope, the songs and the strength of Gaia carried them through. Even though three of the five died, this is the strength of the Garu sort of thing. As he goes, do you have any Bonar equivalents of that? Or do we want to try and find other parts of the story? Other stories from other tribes? I know several. I know a Silverfang story uh, from about 30 years ago about how he faced off against a great dragon in Russia called a Zemi. And Dimitri will say, yeah, I have a, a few Bonar stories, and I'll share a few of those stories as we collaborate. As you start collaborating, and, and you're getting louder, and so a couple more uh, well-known and high-ranking Galliards start joining in on the fun. And the direction that I want to take it, or Dimitri wants to take it, is I, I feel like this would make a really good uh, time for an underdog story since okay. this is a hive and we don't know how many there are. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah, you start. You can start leading it that way. Alright. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that and we'll uh, come up with a, a story or a song to sing on our way to the hive. Okay. As you start doing that, you come up with it. Can I get in a charisma performance role as you're going to tell it to them? And once you've told them... Every success you roll is going to be a bonus die for this Fianna who is going to do the Song of Heroes. All right. Uh, difficulty six? Yes. I'm going to go difficulty okay. six. All right. Two successes. So he'll get two bonus dice. Or so three successes. So he gives out a mighty howl of the story that Dimitri did. And he tells it for several minutes. And he uses Howl of the Wild to double... The distance he, uh, or to increase the distance of his singing, so sir, um, way more in earshot can do it. And he's in Krynos while doing it. So this doubles every success. So he, he definitely made it. So everyone, including the kin, has three brawl till the next night. An extra three brawl on top of their brawl. Awesome. Better get on our level. Let's go. <laughs> Second first same as the first. Jeez. That's the, that's what that's what a uh, that's what a critical botch on a on a on a hype is. Let's go guys, come on. <laughs> Let's, get, Let's crush that shit. Yeah, so everything so the whole sept is now like in battle fury. It's here that the uh, good old red talon gives a howl and he does the battle song that's supposed to come at the end of a moot. Not to be undone. In his hispo form, everyone gains two points of temporary rage. As everything happens, the elders finally come back knowing that they can't contain this much longer as the Garu is starting to get so rowdy that the sounds can start being heard in the park proper. And anyone who's in the park at night is definitely hearing something. The elders come out and they give a howl for some 
calm, but they're still grumbling and shifting as almost no Garu here is in anything but Krynos and Hispo. As some are starting to shake with rage, there are Cleoth now who have had their first taste of 10 temp rage, and they are on a high, so to speak, of just sheer anger. As they go, we will combine some of our plans. We will send some into the city of Cripple Creek to do Howl of the Worm to see over the city using their Call of the Wild to draw as many of the worm beasts out of their holes to see where those entrances are. We will then send the main force to the main cave to call out their forces there, as that seems to be the main entrance of the hive to begin with. We will abandon the victor routes for now, though that may become a escape route for some later. It is best that we do not tarry. In addition, we will send several Metis to explore the tunnels, in that we will have them burrow, burrow in and see where the tunnels go. If they bump into tunnels, we will see how far the network goes, as spirals are known to expand their hives. Finally, we will set if we have to collapse any of the cave systems with spirits or with gifts, we have those at the ready with mirrors to enter the Umbra as needed. Though we still think that the Umbra is too dangerous to go into at this moment, given that many of their allies will be on that side of the gauntlet, or so we believe. We shall send some Garu as well into the casino entrance to do a basic strike and possibly draw a few away as we continue to draw some out of Cripple Creek and split their forces with confusion with the, those who strike the mine entrance. We will set up areas and find nooks to create places to heal our warriors using Gaia's breath and have several thirds trying to stay there to use Gaia's or Mother's touch to heal our warriors. Higher Rage Garu will have to wait until some of the less passionate ones of us are healed the most. We want to make sure that we keep warriors up, not waste Gnosis on those who have too much passion in their blood. We ask that, unless attacked first, try not to kill any of the pre-changed Metis. But if you feel it is necessary, do so. This raid is more important than Tokora Two Hearts rank. There are several elders that we know of in this spot, this hive. Be ready. We have tracked several of them, and it seems that some are still in the Umbra, but that does not surprise us. A third in the Umbra is very much expected. Now go forth, brothers, sisters, siblings. Now is the time. Now is the time that we rise. Run on four legs. Run on two. Run with all your strength. For, for morn will be upon us soon, and we must crash through the lands and try and reach there before dark on the swiftest of legs, using the speed, trucks, any sort of thing, whether we use the wind to carry us in the umbra, whether we use the gift of the striders, whatever it is, we must run to Cripple Creek, trample the earth, feel her beneath your feet, remind yourselves why you fight, for in tomorrow... She will remain, even if you do not, for your sacrifice will be great in the eyes of Gaia, and the greatest enemy shall be ripped from the earth like a cancer as we haul out their corpses and show them to Helios and to Luna and cry over their desiccated corpses to show that we are unafraid, that the apocalypse is near, and Gaia still has warriors who stand 
ready. Howl with me, brethren, my siblings, and let us go to war! As howls go off and you all begin to start running, some of you jump into the unyielding road. It looks almost like a clown car at this point with several Garu riding in the back, though there's enough delirium and rage going around that no cop is going to stop you on a citation violation this late at night. Others are jumping in cars. Some of the striders are using the gifts to start just running as fast as they can. As you all start going, you all are going to be heading off. You all were placed on the team to go to the casino because Cora knows where the casino entrance is. It is her job to lead, and it is your job to use the gifts such as jam technology to hide from the camera systems. As you start getting to the city, the city is dark, except for the casinos who have some lights, some of them still operating this late three in the morning. You all hop out of the truck and a couple others jump out as you are joined with by Louis Earthwalker, Ragna Quick and Ragna Quickwire. And Steven. Alright, Cora, Steven says. Point the way, which casino is it? Stallion Steve's way. Alright, let's go. How low of a profile we gotta keep and for how long? Fairly low. We've gotta get into the back. It is a janitor's closet. Though Mark here is able to jam technology. He'll turn off the cameras for us for a little while. Try not to be too angry, I guess. Steven just kind of cracks his knuckles and goes, I'm not angry. Just disappointed. No, just excited. <laughs> maybe I can oh. make up enough honor ripping up a few black spirals to hit Adrian. Or maybe even enough wisdom to use their own chemicals against them. Earlier, Adrian and above were granted Gaia's, Gaia's breath, breath right? yep. All right. I am going to bequeath mine to Steven. Oh. As he it's half, a, it's half a joke, though, you know. No, okay, yeah, of course. It's cheeky. You know. It's cheeky, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Hey, thanks, bud. You sure you're not going to need this? I hear you get beat up all the time. Yeah, we do, but we follow Bear. Plus, you know, we need to keep the lower-ranked ones alive. You're the oh. future, after all. Am I now? Wow, thank you so much, as he puts it into his pocket and goes, but, you know... I could be high enough rank if I want to. Difference between you and me is, uh, well, m being a bone gnar, I eat enough leather that I don't lick boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My goodness. Look at that. The stash changed from a regender-shaped bum, bum to to just a whole council of elders. My god, a five o'clock shadow of brown nosing. Didn't think it was possible, as he gives you a little nudge. Hey, I made that council. <laughs> yeah, you you gotta kiss a lot of ass to make a council. I get it. <laughs> you start entering the casino. This, the slot machines are raging as you see the people droning on. There are people here that you see them like in their own sweat kind of thing because they just haven't moved. They've lost track of time. And the only kind of indication of how long they've been here is the dampness upon their clothes. As you see drinks coming through, as they see you guys, and the security guy goes, he seems really taken aback, and he's just like, oh, hey, I'm gonna need to see some IDs. Uh, no one's allowed in the casino floor after, uh, who's under 18. Pull out our IDs. You know, start, <laughs> you have. start pulling out your fake IDs. Okay, yeah. Hey, thanks. Uh, what, whatever your skin or uh, yeah, my skin skin routine is. It's it's working out great for you. Looks over at Zeb. 
just great as he puts up both fingers and a broad smile as he realizes he just stuck his foot in his mouth. <laughs> Thanks, I really feel great. Mm-hmm. You, you look at... <laughs> this man clearly has zero dots in performance and maybe two, two charisma. As you guys are kind of let through, but security is definitely watching you. Things like that as you start moving closer and closer to the janitor door as Louis Earthwalk goes. Might actually get to kill fucking Onyx Claws. That'd be, be great. Knocked heads with him since I've been a fo- since I was a Cleoth. I'm mad if you uh, since you killed his packmate who I've also fought, Cora. But you know, you can't be too bitter. Oh, we've we've run in, into him too. I know. I was there. Oh yeah, it's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn, senility at your age, Cora. It's all the trauma. You are a trauma case, yeah. You all get to the janitor's closet. Cora, you indicate it. And Mark, we're going to need a jam technology from you. I got two. As you do it, you all rush into the closet, open the doorway down, and are you can now transform. The closet's... The one thing you noticed your first time here, Cora, is this closet is oddly roomy. <laughs> yes, almost as if it's meant to be transformed in. <laughs> Exactly. So I assume you all shift to Krynos, and now is the time to tell me what gifts you wish to have activated, please. All right, Dimitri, what gifts are you activating before you go down into that spiral hole? I I don't think I have any pre-battle gifts. Do you have Lambent uh, Sight? I I do have that. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll use Lambent Sight. All right. All right, Cora. All right. I would like to use. One, Lambent Sight. Okay. Two, Razor Claws. Okay. Three, Resist Pain. Four, Fangs of the North. Five, Troll Skin. Six, Silver Claws. Okay. And I am, because those are all my one uh, last for the scene. Cool. Uh, make those rolls while you're there. Kyle, what are you doing? I am activating Flow Like Water, Fangs of Judgment, Resist Pain, Luna's Armor, Lambent Sight, and then afterwards I'm going to use Strength of Purpose to try and recover my willpower that I spent. Okay, excellent. Mark? I'm gonna use Lambent Sight, Resist Pain, and Unicorn's Arsenal. Awesome. William? So I'm activating two, but I have a, maybe a third, but I have a question regarding it. Cyber Senses. Okay. I want to be able to see, but I also want to be able to hear... Like, it says I can exchange normal hearing for radar, so I can still see everything perfectly fine. But the radar would be more so that I can pick up enemies and even allies better. Like, you'd be able to do that for, like, sending out noise. You'd have to make the noise, though. So, yeah. But, yes, you could. Like, you could clap, and then you'd hear where things are. Can I just, like, click with my tongue? Like, every, like, half second to a second? Sure, it, uh, that noise won't travel as far, so it'll be based on the noise you're creating. Uh, okay. You give yourself thermal dis- vision. That, that's true, because I'll be in darkness. Um, could I do night vision? You could. So that way, I I, I guess I'll do that. Cool. Alright. I'll, I'll, I'll activate cyber senses for night vision. I'll activate steel fur and razor claws as well. Awesome. And Zebulon... Are we? Is this a ladder that we're taking down, or just a hole in the earth that leads it, down there? It's got a ladder attached to it. 
Because it goes down a good 20 feet. Okay. If not more. Alright, uh, great. I am, and Lambent's side of, uh, that makes your eyes glow. You're creating light to see, right? No, your eyes don't glow. It's just, uh, it, you see as if the whole place was under full moonlight. Okay. When it said create light, I didn't, I just wanted to make sure I understood that. Okay, cool. Um, I will activate Lambent's sight. Um, I will then also activate silence, and then I will take the three additional dice for stealth from Owl as a totem with a minus two difficulty. Um, so that'll give Zeb five stealth, and I will be the last person that follows in. Okay. Perfect. We Earthwalker activates uh, Unicorn's Arsenal and resist pain. Omniquick Wire activates Steel Fur, Razor Claws, and Silver Claws. Steven activates Razor Claws as well. Uh, I forgot. I also wanted to activate uh, Lagomar Spoon and Earring of Truth as well. Okay. And Sean, you're going to say something. Um, I'm actually I'm not going to spend the Gnosis for Lambent Sight. I'm going to need that Gnosis elsewhere. So no limit sight for me oh sad days oh yeah old zeb on the battlefield really gonna turn the tide i mean you never know right steven also activates rat head is it exactly what i think it is as long as he can get his head through something his bones will crack and move to let the rest of his body follow i'm having a good night that's exactly what i thought it was it's like he could fit in tight places now yep it's a meta gift all right as you all start moving down who's in the front i'll be in the front or cora either or i just was saying it would probably be me it it would make sense just because i've been here before sure makes sense okay start moving down as you drop cora your feet start to hurt as you start taking one point of uh lethal per turn as there are drums of the the chemical here used to eat away at the earth to reveal gold as you feel your bones becoming brittle breaking and reforming every turn there's a lot of them here though like the amount of drums is is off-putting there's at least 12 and could i get a perception alertness from you cora diff eight please eric you said diff eight yep those of you up top you start to hear the howls and the call of the worm uh call you don't say anything as the coast seems clear. Who's next? It would be William, right? Yeah. William, you head down. Then who's after William? I'll go. All right, Mark, you go. After Mark? Me. Kyle, you start to go. As the howl happens again, Dimitri, and you guys kind of hear it a little bit here, and you hear, hey, stop, you idiot, as you see a Fomori starting to step forward from behind the rocks, moving towards the thing as you hear someone going, oh, fuck it. You hear a click and Cora, one of the drums next to you goes beep. As all the drums are set with explosives and the chemicals are launched in every which direction. Could I get uh, soak rolls from everyone, please? Except for Dimitri and Zebulon who haven't crawled down yet. All right, Kyle, William and Cora especially Cora, you take no damage from the explosion. But Kyle, William, you take an addition, so you'll have two points of lethal now, because there's the burning of the chemical on the ground, and then you got splashed with the chemical as the barrels exploded, just sending it everywhere and in extra torrents. So you basically are constantly regenerating that, and Cora, you soaked that, 
you, your body rebuffed the chemical burns. As once that is done, and all of you are slightly shocked, there is a Fomori walking towards the ladder and climbing up it before. Who, who would be above him then? It'd be Dimitri and Zeb. Dimitri, you see a Fomori, a man who looks like his body's covered in fungus is crawling up. You too, Zeb. How do you want to do this? Wishbone. He's on the ladder. <laughs> My first thought is to shift into Krynos and try to like, just kick him down. Just kick him in the head until he lets go. Okay. May I give you a suggestion? Sure. Jump down with both feet and land on him, pushing him down and using your body weight to crush him on the way down. That's even better. Want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Heroic landing, Terminator style. All right. So could I get a Dex Brawl difficulty three? (laughs) All right. So that's seven. So give me... Your Crino Strength plus one plus the seven rollover, please. Wow, that sucks. Wow. Now you know how Sam feels like. Right? <laughs> and and no mulligan to make it better. Oh. As you do do two points of lethal damage, as you smash him down, you all watch as Dimitri lands, crashing this Fomori down. As you hear, as you see four others with rifles, and they look like they're well-armed, Pentex first team of Fomori guarding this entrance. Please roll initiative. This is where I would like to activate my other gift, Spirit of the Fray. But oh, that's automatic. The, oh, the, the, the Gnosis, Gnosis version? Okay. Yes. All right, you cannot spend rage your first turn. Right. So, Fomori 1 is taking aim with their assault rifle. They are all about 80 feet away from you. They're going to take a shot at Korra, because she looks scary. Mori 2 is going to take a shot at William. Scary. Mori 3 is going to lob a grenade at any who come within throwing distance. Zeb? I see these guys from the hole up top. You only see the one that Dimitri's on top of. All right. I guess for comic effect, I will just jump down and try to land on the same one that uh, Dimitri's currently crushing. Okay, that will be diff five, so. All right. If you botch, you hit Dimitri. Okay, yeah, I mean, I... Kyle? I'm going to spend... You can't dodge bullets anyway. No, you can... Well, in this place, you can, but you don't get an attack action in that you will throw yourself behind cover. But that's at a diff eight because there's lots of stalagmites and walls here. Uh, so I'm going to spend three rage, I suppose, because um, I've got it in spades. One to activate okay. Parabellum, one to dodge regardless. I understand that it won't make a difference, but mm-hmm. flow like water works better when I'm prepared to dodge. So Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, and then I am going to claw uh, the grenade Fomori twice. What is your dexterity in Krynos form? Uh, four. Okay, I gotta find your speed because uh, you might not be able to get there this turn because they're 80 feet oh, away. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm I just mean, trying to figure that out case, right now. It, if there's a closer one, then that there, would also the, be good. The closest one, is, the only one that's close is the, the one Dimitri just landed on. <laughs> right, okay. All right, I mean, if if that's the case, then if I'm not actually close enough to get to anyone, 
then I am going to try and run forward to some cover, if there is any. Okay, so yeah, that'd be, uh, you'd give up your attack action and just kind of, like, run and ro- basically dive? Yeah, if, if I can't get to one, yes. Sure. You can get there in this turn. You can go 96 feet okay. at a full sprint. The full sprint counts yeah. as an action. All right, then I guess drop one of the claws and turn it into the full sprint. Mark. I'm going to spend a Gnosis to cast Jam Weapon, and I want to make it as loud as possible so that it echoes throughout all the tunnels. Okay. Cool. Uh, Dimitri. Could I use distractions from where I'm standing on? Yep. The from, Okay. And um, Which one? All the, no, uh, it's, the, it's, per, on, it, it's per per target. Oh, uh, number three. Oh. Okay. Mori four. Not quite sure what jam weapon is, but he knows that shouting things is generally bad, so he's going to take a shot at Mark. Actually, he's going to do a full auto spray. Oh, jeez. So he's em- emptying a clip. And this one, seeing Kyle go for... Uh, his friend is going to do a three-round burst on Kyle. Cora. All right, so can't dodge a gun, unfortunately. So we're going to bend. Oh, wait, it's Gnosis to activate my next bangle, isn't it? Yes. Okay. I'm going to spend two rage and claw Fomori one three time. Okay. Full sprint okay. action, three claws. And a bone, and my regular action, yeah, four claws. Four claws, awesome. All right, cool. And William. So I'm assuming I can't get to anybody in to attack once. Yeah, because you'd have to spend your full action to get to them. Okay, then I would like to full sprint to the Fomori with the grenade and just try. No, I would like to full sprint towards Fomori five to try and get in between it and kyle all right basically trying to obstruct the vision of kyle and i will take the hit if i if instead okay perfect so what that'll be is if it miss if it matches or if it gets only one success it will have missed kyle and shot you and if it gets less zero no successes then it just missed Okay. And I'll increase its difficulty by one. Okay. Shoots around you. Kyle, you feel the stinging burn of three aggravated as the silver rips through oh, as the three bolt blow. I can soak silver. Oh. All I right, you have Luna's armor. armor, so roll your Luna's armor. I'm glad it didn't hit me then. <laughs> <laughs> so you soak two of it as the one of the bullets strikes your Luna's armor and goes careening off. Another one strikes, misses, and then the last one strikes, and the burning feeling of silver rips through your armor and shoots through your shoulder, missing bone and organ as it pops out the other side cleanly as your wound smolders, as your blood catches fire from the silver touching it. All right. So, real quick, Cor, you gonna roll uh, roll your attack, please, on Fomori 1. Yes. Okay, that's all rollover. I mean, yay, but... Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Okay. Um, and I can't spend a point of willpower right now, can I? Well, you can, but then uh, you will have to give up one of your additional claws to move towards one of the Fomori, because they're spread out. They're not clustered right next to each other. So that makes it 
so that would bring me down to two. Yeah, two claws. So you have to make the, all right, so make the willpower roll then. Diff eight, please. Eh, I don't. Nope. I scratch the ground. You, wow, you just keep ripping the body apart as you grab a hold, rip. Uh, though I will have to ask you to do soak now. Yeah, do. All right, you soak as <laughs> this dark, like, black mold starts growing on your body and you squeeze as your regeneration forces it out and the spores launch off and die. Beautiful. All right, Mark. They're taking a fire at you. I think his difficulty goes up, which is good it is a good thing there is that accuracy depreciation yeah yes full at because uh, full auto is gonna fuck you up my guy that that's either well no the outcome could be i'm starting a new character <laughs> so <laughs> it is <laughs> yes yeah so, so i'm fully prepared so so his difficulty goes up by two not the best so that would be seven ag Oh. I need you to spend a point of rage and roll rage, temp or permanent, whichever is higher. All right, seven. Diff eight. You heal two points of that aggravated damage, so you don't die, and you shift into a frenzy. Oh, dang. (laughs) But this guy has to spend the next turn reloading. Yeah, that was a bullet shield. Hey. (laughs) All right, as you unload, or as he unloads into Mark... Dimitri, would you like to distract uh, Mori 3? Yes. Yes. Um, I need his willpower for the difficulty. All right. His willpower is four. Oh, that's much better than I thought it might be. All right. As um, Dimitri is going to just distract him by f- just flipping him the bird and being like, Hey, buddy, fuck you. In full Krino speech, are you using the ancient language of the guru? So he doesn't even understand. Yeah. Yeah. You have to spend a point of willpower to communicate that in English. I'm not going to waste willpower on him, no. Okay, so roll your distractions, and that is. Alright, so he is distracted with a one die penalty for. Damn, that is not a great roll. <laughs> he is distracted for three rounds with a one die penalty. Alright. Mark cannot jam weapon, but. Mark, I get to make some fun with you. What's oh your boy. What's your temp rage? My temp rage right now is four. And your permanent rage? Is three. Perfect, thank you. All right, all right, so you are going to spend two temp rage right now, and you're going to run full speed at the Fomori that you saw shoot, uh, that shot you, and you're going to attack him with a claw attack. Okay. Uh, twice. No dodge. No wound penalties either, because you're frenzying. Oh, nice. And with a plus three brawl. And with a th- plus three brawl. Heck yeah. How's it feel so to that's... be competent, Zeb? <laughs> 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 it's nice, right, so... isn't it? <laughs> All right, let me make those rolls. So two claw attacks. Yep. Let's see. All right, that's three rollover. So strength plus five. Rhino strength plus five. I got Yeah, eight. Yeah, you got eight, so you killed him. You lose Ooh. your next action because you can't control yourself with your willpower. So you just start ripping apart his body. I was trying to say something. God! Kyle Parabellum, spirit of the fray, or sorry, Parabellum, you're dodging and you've sprinted and you're clawing from Mori 3. Uh, I think I also need to roll Rage, since my temp is so much higher than 
Oh yes. All right. So, but you roll the the new the new uh, one after you've spent everything. Yeah. What's the diff tonight? Uh, it would be diff. Uh, I believe it's a Gibeous Moon, so it's diff five. But your Adrian, it's still diff five because um, you're in Krynos. Okay. You don't frenzy. All right. So you hit three rollover, please. So that'd be your Krynos strength plus five. Oh, it's it's more than that. It's very complicated now. Uh, oh yes, because of Parabellum <laughs> and such. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you do four damage to Fomori three. All right, Zeb, make your roll, please. I had three successes on that attack. I don't know if it's populated yet. Okay. Uh, so that's all rollover, and we're gonna do your strength plus two plus rollover. Okay. All right, three damage. That was that's it, comparable to what Dimitri did. So you crack its pelvis, and it explodes out in a cacophony of entrails. As you see, tiny insects crawling away in all directions. They all have human faces, and they're all Fantastic. screaming. <laughs> Thought you should know. Sounds familiar. All right, this one's not even lobbing a grenade. He just sees sees what's going on, and knows he ain't surviving. He looks at Kyle and goes, "Get fucked, freak!" As he pulls the pin on his grenade and just drops it. Uh, Kyle, you will get to dodge, but it is a diff nine. That means it's diff 8 because of flow like water. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> I'll roll his at to attack roll, which is not does not have a high difficulty, uh, I'm sure you imagine. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. I'm going to use my Lagomorph Spoon uh, to turn one of those ones into a two. Okay, so you both... So it ties, so you're going to take a little less damage. And so you get to soak. All right, you soak the explosion, and that Fomori is dead. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I love this game. <laughs> Fomori 2, little scared, being a little scared, is still going to shoot William, but he's going to try and spend willpower to turn it into a full auto because he knows he's going to die, so, you know, no successes, so he just the one shot, but he's not dodging. He can't. Six rollover. Seven ag as just right between the eyes as you see the back of William's head just explode out. William, can I get a rage roll, please? Oh no. Diff eight. Uh Ooh, who wants to give William the or would you like to use a mulligan, William? I already used it on oh. my steel fur. Who would like to use the mulligan? Alright, so Sam's offering her mulligan. That's better. So you heal three points of aggravated damage as you see his brains explode out and you see the fibers of his nervous system come to life and start snatching the fragments of brain out of the air before sucking them back into his head. And you see bone regrowing and fur regrowing. But William, you now have a massive spiderweb-like scar across between your eyes, down your snout, and up your forehead from where the bullet struck. Finally, a scar. Round two. Fomori 2 is going to take a free action to call on his radio. We've got intruders on section one, or 154. Section 154, it's happening tonight. And then he's going to do a full auto burst against... Uh, all against Korra, because she seems very scary. Okie dokie. <laughs> Zeb, what are you doing this round? Uh, 
Not knowing what the fuck, I'm going to dodge. Okay. There's it's only the Fomori two left. Yes. But So there's no reason to dodge. Okay. For now. Well he does he's yeah, he said he doesn't know what's going on, so he's just ducking and weaving. Alright, uh next is Kyle? Uh how far away is Fomori two for me? Uh close enough to where the move action doesn't count as an actual action. Cool, cool. So I'm gonna uh, go over and claw him, but I would very much like to claw a part of him that's further away than... Well, I want to be between William... Or, I want him between me and William. Okay, flank him. Got it. Flanking. Perfect. Mark, I'm just going to tell you you're going to rush at... You're, atten- you're rushing the Fomori and clawing them. Nice. And you're going to spend... But you are going to attack it uh, twice. Awesome. So, one rage or two rage? Uh, one rage. All right, yeah. Dimitri, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to use distractions on Fomori number two. Awesome. Cora? Yeah, I will attempt to claw Fomori two. One time. Okay. Now that free action, that what that doesn't apply until his turn, right? Correct. Okay, just making sure. And William, you're going to attack because there's several people. Here, I'm going to just roll to see who you attack. Because technically, Kyle's still in between you and that Fomori before... No. <laughs> Sorry, Uh-oh. Kyle. My plan. So that's, that's why you dodge. <laughs> well, we're, I'm not thrawling. I'm frenzying, so you're fine. Yeah, his, not, his, not his pack. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, worried about Mark. Yeah, he was worried about Mark. He, Kyle's worried about you. On... Kyle, two, or I did, it was a one, Mori, two, Kyle, two, Kyle. Uh, oh. What's your, what is your uh, permanent rage, uh, uh, William? Five. So you can spend three of that. So roll one D four, or yeah, D four. One is a zero, is zero rage. One, so you're not spending any rage. So you're clawing Kyle though. Do I still have all my gifts active? Yes. Or do I lose them? No. Okay. No, all your gifts are active. So, please... Please roll. Is it, is it a claw or a bite? Claw. Okay, damn it. <laughs> Hang on, Wadib. Hang on. I, I tried. <laughs> Would you like to spend willpower to dodge? Oh, I mean, God, yes, absolutely. I want that. <laughs> spend, spend a point of rage, dip, or sorry, send a willpower and roll willpower, dip eight, please. How far did you guys make it into the hive? Mm. About don't that. Add, hey, don't. How far? Look, look, the, the goal here is to succeed as a group. <laughs> All right, we you're able to dodge. In, oh, we succeeded in getting into the end, into the doorway. All right, so let's see if you can dodge, Kyle. Oh, thank God. Kyle, you are ready to go. Then you get this twitch on the back of your, in the back of like your your neck as you leap forward and the claws of William come screaming overhead as you hear the rattle of his fur scraping it against the walls of the cave as it sounds like nails on chalkboard as he slams his claws down as he looks at you with burning eyes and growls. All right, Fomori 2, go claw. Or I'm sorry, Korra, go claw Fomori 2. I figured as much. <laughs> you fuck that Fomori up. 
I do. <laughs> Cora, your silver claws rake through, ripping through. Also, don't forget, you gain a point of rage every turn that your silver claws are on. Um, I failed my silver claws. So oh, you I did. only okay. have Never mind. Uh, raise their claws and... Um, Got it. Uh, okay. Things of the north. As you rip through, you see the Fomori's flesh and muscle freeze solid as you rip through as it staggers back as it moves the frozen wounds rip open as its body rips up as you see its jaw tear its lip literally split hanging there revealing ragged teeth under half taking care of gums before collapsing down and you see on its back bubbling pustules before they explode with acid roll dodge please Defate. Dodge or save? As the dodge first, because you saw them dodge. first, and combat's over. Okay, uh, yeah. Dodge, defate. You successfully dodge out of the way just barely as the acid just goes everywhere, splashes on its own body, and it just dissolves into the ground. As you, hear, as you hear Louis Earthwalker go, It seems like the Shadow Lord, as much as I- As you hear Steven go, Don't, don't say it. Was, I, I said, please don't say it. Right. Incredibly. As Chorus smashes the, the radio. Are there any unsmashed radios that we can listen to, maybe? Oh, yeah. Too late. I mean, Cora's a rage monster. You can yeah. check. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the one that Zeb and Dimitri fell on, you see that the radio is snapped in half due to the force of their kicking. One seems like they might be good, but they uh, they have all the bugs crawling on the radio right now, and they seem to be crawling into the radio. And then one of them, it does appear that the radio is left unharmed. Uh, gonna grab that radio, turn the volume down on it, but grab it just in case. Okay, sounds good. Uh, would these radios be the ones with airpiece? They seem to have the radio like here, so it's like a radio oh. click on talk. Okay. Likely because they didn't want interference with the earpieces as even now the radio is just okay. So, well, and William and Mark, you come out of your frenzies as the cause of your frenzies are now gone. Uh, Mother's touches, probably. I'm going to mother's touch Mark. Okay. Thank you. I can do the same for William if he needs it. Okay. I currently have four ag. Okay. And what's your current rage? Four. Temp or perm? It did temp. Temp is ten. Which okay. And you but you've expended rage, right? Uh for razor claws, yeah. And then But he gained no, it all back by joining combat yeah. and taking the image, yep. Yeah. Well, so, well but then he 10. spent some in combat, well, right? No, oh yeah. you couldn't. Yeah, no, no there's just current rage. Alright then. Well I guess we're gonna uh, let you heal over time as we proceed through. I don't think yeah. I can heal ag until uh Good night's day. sleep, right? It's per day. One per day. That's right. All right. You want to use uh, it now or use it later? You could use a guy's breath on him. That's what I'm saying. Do I want oh, to use the it. guy's breath now or use it later? I mean, we just got fucked up fighting, you know, first guys, Riddler just remember, schmucks. Yeah, remember guy's breath caps out at three health, I think? Four. It's four? Okay, so the exact it amount. Yeah. Four. It hits the exact amount. Yep. So so it, would, it would probably be the best time to use it because i would be at minus two and if you heal me i'd be at minus zero from my injuries we're gonna uh use our one uh our one guy's breath do well so make uh make your gnosis roll please i think it's diff five 
All right. So, William, you heal one as Zeb blows some of the dust on you and it collects and you see little flowers growing and stitching your wounds together and then disappearing as the wounds clear away. Do I keep the scar? Oh, yes. Okay. You only lose the scar from others' touches used. Ah. Before you was a great cave network. Cora, there's something you instantaneously notice. This place is significant, and I mean significantly larger than you recall last time. The hallways are expanded. They seem more labyrinthian. And I could I get a perception alertness check from everyone here? Diff six. Uh, do I have any differences because of my night vision or no? Oh, yes, you do. You see okay. further and you see five giant pigs. Their skin stretched taunt over their, their face to look almost like skulls. There's fur inky black and they're the size of grizzly bears as they appear almost like wild boar. One looks distinct and you get this sort of sinking feeling in your gut as it seems to have a broken tusk reminding you of that mirror realm and the Grand that you betrayed. I'll go ahead and pass along that information to the rest of the group. Okay. Kyle, you have eidetic memory, so you remember what these creatures are. These are skull pigs, and they're likely able to speak, and they likely have spiral gifts, so be careful. And their blood is poisonous. Louis, Steven, and Ragna step forward. We're behind you guys. We didn't get any action. How about you let us take care of this? Uh, did we... How far away are we from the bodies that we were just at? I'm sorry. You're right next to them. Are there any grenades on them? <laughs> no, there was just the one. Okay. All right. It was worth it was worth the ask. All right. They do have silver bullets. I was can I to say. pick some up? Can I pick up a mag or two? You can. They're all for assault okay. rifles. I'll pick up an assault rifle. All right. Because yeah, I can so use you it. just got a silver gun. Like what the shit? <laughs> <laughs> What's your willpower? Mine? Yeah. Uh, five. As you just hear in your head, hell yeah, brother. Let's go ballistic. No, no. <laughs> God damn it. All these voices in our heads. You. It sounds like it's emanating from the gun itself. Do I have a feeling if I use hands full of thunder, I have an infinite supply of silver bullets? It is. It will not do that, no. Okay, I just wanted to double check. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't work that way. Though, uh, okay. as you hold the clip of uh, silver bullets, your gnosis is treated as one lower. Okay. All right. As they rush, they rush forward. As you hear the one with the one of the skull pigs, Cora, it sounds exactly like that grander that you talked to in the other realm. As you see it rear back, and you see the pig bellowing out bale fire at Steven as he holds up his arm, and you see strange mutations growing on his arms of like extra, like almost like baby hands formed of his flesh, reaching and flopping as if without any bones from where he was burned and scarred. As they battle it out and they take care of the grander, Cora, I need you to roll Frenzy as you are reminded of your betrayal in the I mirror round. Yeah, if five, cause you're in Krynos. You do not Frenzy. As you take a breath and the battle is done and Steven, very irritatedly goes, 
Oh god, this is gonna hurt. As you see him grab all the little arms on his body, squeeze, and you hear kind of this kind of squishing, almost viscous noise as he rips it out as they start writhing with like his fur inside them, his little veins, and he throws them down as they die and wither. This place. Before you are what appears to be three paths. There is a small path that is, we're just gonna use cardinal directions of the way you're facing, or yeah, just assuming. So there's a path to kind of the north, north, uh, north east, northeast, and then pure east, where the skull pigs were. You'll have to try and determine where to go and continue on. Where would you like to go? Does my night vision give any indication? Uh, no, it just shows you that they open up slightly. Like, your night vision gets pretty far, but it looks just like they're just different paths to go down. Okay. You still have Pulse of the Prey to guide us the right path? There's no Ragabosh in this, uh, this group. Ah, uh, uh, it's surely right. Carl, does any of this look familiar? No. Things, it's been, it's been a long time, and they've changed quite a lot in here. None of this is familiar. From how much they've changed down here, I'm surprised they didn't change that entrance. I think, just choose one. Northeast, sound good to everybody? Oh, sounds good. We're right behind you. As you start heading that direction, we will find out what happens as our packs and an entire army have now found themselves entering the mouth of madness. How will this continue on next time? Thank you to everyone who listened. We will see you all in that next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.